This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will dream it. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And I want to play, I know it's not a Who's There episode, but I want to play this call just one more time. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Long time, long time. This question is for both of you. I uh, really want you guys to do an episode or at least a section of an episode on prominent vamps. Bobby, you're the one who invented the vamp, and we haven't really had an official episode or, like, I don't know, we haven't talked about the top vamp. Like, I'm thinking people like Tokyo Styles, Alonzo Arnold, uh, Malibu Dollface, all the all the social media influencers slash hairdressers that have, like, 1.5 million followers that have people like Nicki Minaj following them and Kim and Cardi and all all the fucking them. They all get their hair done by, like, the same eight people. And if we could talk about them, I think that would be fun. Okay, um, chocolate is salad. So that call requested that we do an entire episode dedicated to vamps, a term which we invented, which we will explain. And I feel like that day is today. It's today. Um, so a vamp is uh, a category of who, it's a subcategory of who that is either a trainer, hairstylist, assistant, makeup artist, uh, publicist, or stylist. Vamps. Yeah, Vamps. so these are the people that you the see all over the place and you're like, hmm, that seems like it could be a friend, but it looks like they're working for the person. For right, the which when you're that famous, your friends are people who work for you because they're the ones who see you all the time. And they're also just the ones that have to hang out with you. So to and, make the best of it, you're, you know, And the ideal friends. situation, if you're super famous, you hire your friends to do these things. But usually that person is like, not even usually, that more traditionally goes to an assistant job or like a producer yeah. job or a manager job. These people have yeah. other skills and they usually meet them at other photo shoots. Like they poach them from other people. Right. They see other people using them and they like the attention they're getting mm-hmm. and then they steal them. Um, before we go through some of these people that we have on our list, just to kind of like get into vamps, I wanted to test your vamps knowledge. Ooh. Oh, also really quickly, the caller is, the caller, the people the caller mentioned who we will talk about. They're not technically vamps in the traditional sense is in that those vamps, the, the acronym that I just explained, those people are usually that job for a celebrity. These, you know, the people that you mentioned are more are just famous influencers, hair people. Yeah, they're like influencers. influencer types. But I will say one of those one of those counts, people but... counts. One of those people counts. Tokyo Styles counts. Yeah. But some of the people are just like Instagram famous hairstylists. Go on with your with your game. I'm interrupting you. Let me play the game. The game is for you. Oof. A lot of these people we're going to talk about. But before we get into them, I wanted to see if you could tell me if I gave you their name, what they are, like which letter in the VAMPS acronym oh, they oh, are. Oh, that's fun. And I you get like... an extra point if you can tell me a person that they work with. Oh, my God. Okay. Like why they're okay. famous. Okay. It's, mm, let's see if it's hard. I don't know if it's hard. Okay, we'll start from the beginning. Okay. This is an easy one. Okay, ready? Yeah. Joyce Benelli. Joyce Benelli. Uh, Kardashians. She's... Uh, but what uh, is she? Uh, uh, makeup. Yes, makeup, Kardashians. Yeah. Good job. 
Brad Goreski. Oh, easy. Brad Goreski. Uh, he's a stylist, and he, uh-huh. his most famous, he was the stylist who worked with Rachel Zoe. But yes. he's also well, Leah Michelle stylist. Okay, Leah Michelle. Okay, I was going to yeah, ask for the one. who that, I wanted the who. Yeah, the um, who. Scotty Kunha. Oh, Scotty Kunha is, the Kardashians, is he hair or a stylist? He's hair. He's hair. He's hair. He's and hair. And his fam- most famous client is, uh, like, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned this person, but Tokyo Styles. Um... Do you know what he does? I actually didn't know Tokyo Styles. Uh, but is can you he, guess? He's a stylist, obviously. Nope, hair. No, oh. Hair, he does wigs. Then who's who are who are his clients? Like Cardi B and like Nicki uh, Minaj. Okay, but okay. yeah, he's a big one. How about, this is easy, I think, for you. Okay. How about Law Roach? Oh, Law Roach is a stylist. Iconic stylist. Changed. Zendaya's look changed. Celine Dion's look. The best How name about... of stylist. Law Roach also was on America's Next Top Model. How about Carla Welsh? Welch. Welsh? Welch. Oh, that name rings a bell. Uh, she's, uh, she's a stylist, but um, mm-hmm. I know she's a stylist. I don't know who, who does she, she work does. with. Like, she's, fa- she's famous. So, like, I think she's like A lister, but I don't, I can't name any. I feel like she's like a, she's like a um, highbrow stylist. Like, Can she's not like a reality you? star stylist. Yeah, what? Justin Bieber is one, and the other one that I've seen her work with a lot is Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> oh, see, that's even not even as high. I thought I was thinking, like, okay, yeah. I well, she know. works, I mean, that's not it, but, like, those are the two that I always notice. For some um, reason, I was going to about... say she was, like, Rihanna's stylist, but I maybe that's... Uh-uh. Hmm. Okay. I, was I mean, wrong. maybe I was she's wrong. worked with Rihanna. How about Simon Huck? Oh, uh... He's a publicist, right? Mm, mm, yeah. Or I, I had agent, but is he a publicist? I think he's a publicist. No, because he used to work with Chebin. Right. He was. They started that company together. Yeah. So he's the agent of like Kourtney Kardashian. How about Jason Walsh? Oh, that's completely. I have no idea. Wait, no. He's he's a uh, uh, he's a trainer. He's a trainer. Who did he train? Um, Hillary Duff. And who else? Can oh you God, name really? There's someone else. Um, no, I mean, there's a lot of people, but name one more. Henry Cavill. No, Mandy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> of course. How about this person I see all the time, Sarah Patempa. Sarah Patempa. She's always in the stories of one of the iconic who's that you've already mentioned oh, in this God. list. Sarah Patempa is, uh, I, she's hair. Yes. Um, whose hair does she do? And whose like, best friend is she? I really don't know. I barely even know how I got hair. Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. Oh, of course. Of course. Okay. Of course. Leah Michelle be best friends with someone named Sarah Patempa. Okay. And one more. This is a person we're going to talk about, but Elizabeth Stewart. Is she stylist? No. Yes. She is? Yes. Yes. And who does she work with? Here's a hint. They look a lot alike. Oh, she's uh, she's Julia Roberts' stylist. Yeah, she <laughs> they is. look like they're they like literally literal look like twins. twins. They look they're like literal twins. twins. Oh my god, is this boring? I, I did pretty well. Tell. It might be a little boring, but it's I'm, fine. Be, it's a good introduction. It's a good introduction to the episode, which is exclusively about vamps. Which that's I'm worried if it's going to be boring. Are these people boring? No, it's not boring. They're doing stuff. Okay. These people are okay. doing stuff. So um, that what time was are you at, kind by the way? of. Um, Six forty-eight, perfect. Forty-nine, fifty. So that's like if this episode is boring, please don't blame us. That that is a that is a primer to the people we're going to talk about because the first person on that list, which Bobby knew, was Joyce Benelli, who is the one who kind of also inspired this episode yes. to happen because she uh, and the Kardashian. It's funny because a lot of these people 
are Kardashian people because they are the ones that are most kind of well-known-ish for spending so much time with the people that work for them, which yeah. I don't know what that says about anyone, but like it's, they're always hanging out with the people who work from them. Their whole thing is like vanity and, and being very like narcissistic. And like they sort of, uh, they sort of invented that on the internet where like they were shameless before it was sort of normal to be shameless. And so, so they were like they were always like showing hair, themselves. Makeup, and, like, oh yeah. yeah, they didn't care. Like it, it still feels like, um, like now it's it's fun to celebrate your stylist, but I feel like it, it wasn't always trendy to go behind no. the scenes like that. no. No, because um, you didn't want people to think of you as being this, never like, a less than perfect famousy person. I guess also my question too is: Do you think that the Kardashians always have these people around because these are the people that have to sign the NDAs for their jobs, so they already are signing into like not telling talking shit? So you might as well like, become their I best friend because they're that. pre NDAs. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? I feel like it's just an like an accidental convenience. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what I mean? Because like a lot of these exactly people, and well, so Benelli was. All of the Kardashians, Kim, like you're Kourtney, not gonna make Chloe, a, you're Kendall. not gonna make an old friend sign an NDA, but no. you have to make an, an employee sign an NDA, and so right. since they've already signed it, let's hang out, let's like promote you right. on your things, right? Because right. I can, also, I can, I don't have to yeah. be worried about you. It also looks good for them because then they're associating with like talented people who eventually work with other people who like make them look good for having kind of associated with them in the first place. But okay, back to Joyce Benelli. She is like this kind of makeup artist that had been basically made Kim like what the Kim that we know today. Yeah, Kim, what is what what version is Kim now? Like Kim 5.0? It's like 7.0. Yeah, she is like. They're, everyone says like Kanye made Kim the Kim she is, but it's kind it's like, of remember this like, woman. Remember like <laughs> Mac OS 10 when she like Mac OS 10 Kim, and now she's like yes. Mac OS like High Sierra Kim, and you're like, I mean, it's mostly the same, but like things, they're weird. Like the icons look different. Like things are different now. Like, <laughs> things are very different if you've been paying attention. Um, so all of the Kardashians, including the Jenners, fall unfollowed this woman who was like their best friend and mm-hmm. confidant on Instagram. So that was a big deal. Like when they it was like a mass unfollowing. And, and it's also like it's not yeah. I feel like it's not it's not easy to track that sort of stuff. So this is very much like they did it and then they leaked the story that they did it. Cause I'm not sure it would have gotten this much attention this quickly if people if they weren't leaking this as well, you know? Well, that's weird. It's like people would have eventually maybe noticed like, oh, yeah. where's Joyce Benelli but not at? But all at once, as though everyone got the, the press release, Right, so know? it almost feels like somebody like said, hey, FYI, we don't work with this woman anymore and like side eye. And then people was like, got a source to say that Benelli tried to fuck around with some kind of deal so the mm-hmm. Kardashians, Kardashians wouldn't make money off of it. And Ugh. they caught on and like Kim got mad, which well, is like hilarious because there's two things you can do to offend these people, which is spill their secrets or try and fuck them out of money. Or try and fuck them. Well, I mean, it's the the, the money thing is so annoying and hypocritical to me because it's like, yes. yes, this is how you got started, you know, by, yes. by riding the coattails of other famous people and then just stealing it away from them. You know, like Kim wouldn't be anyone without Paris. And then she left Paris in the dust, you know? I mean, this is not the first time. Remember Monica Rose? So Monica Rose was a stylist who worked with Chloe and a bunch of few other Kardashians. That was last year. And she left under quote unquote mysterious circumstances. It ended up being maybe some leaking of information. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So like along those same lines. The other grave error, you know? Yeah, you can't leak. Leaking, leak. um, taking their money away from them. They're like infinite money. 
I know, which is kind of weird. And then the other one that I find interesting, we're still talking about Kardashians, I know, but the other Kardashian schism that was interesting was Kim's personal assistant. Remember her? Mm-hmm. Steph Shep. And they're good now. Well, they like sort reunited, of. but they, they broke up because Kim, this is like really actually kind of relatable. Kim gave Steph a, like a raise and like a promotion in her job. So she was like helping her run some company like, that it was Kim the, owned. The, the KKW, she was running like KKW her fashion uh, cosmetic style. Brand. Yeah. Right. She was like the COO or something, like a C-level right. employee. And it turns out being an assistant didn't make her qualified for that job and she wasn't doing a Shocker. good job. And so Kim was like, bye, which actually is the one of these that makes to me the most sense, you Mm -hmm. know, because sometimes when you get a promotion, you're not actually qualified for the job. You've just been there long enough to try and earn your dues and she couldn't do it. Um, And people also, of course, said that Steph was getting like too popular. So Kim got mad, which Mm -hmm. I don't think is really the problem. I don't think so either. That was the initial that was the initial response uh, was that Kim was jealous of Steph, but I don't really. Although I could easily see Kim being jealous of people, I don't think that she would be jealous of her like style. I think she got a kick out of the fact that mm-hmm. she was raising her assistant's mm-hmm. like you know stature and profile. Yeah. So but, yeah, so those are the women in the Kardashian realm that have been cut out. But who is there? Are people who are left? No, but you're but you're in, you're losing the part that you even dropped in this doc. What? Oh, scroll down. What? Oh. Steph is friends. Steph is friends with uh one of my my one and only nemesis, one of my many. I guess I have a handful of nemeses at this point. You do at um, this my point. my OG nemesis, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Shout out if you're yes. listening again, I'm going to tweet back at me like rudely. Um my OG nemesis Jesse Tyler Ferguson is friends with Steph Shep. It all leads back to Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Right. Um, so they took I, an Instagram together. At, she an, went to see him in a play. She went to see him in a play that has a bad review in the New York Times. And the reason I know it has a bad Stop review in the New York Times is because that. a hooligan called to be like I know. Hey Bobby, just want to let you know Jesse Taylor Ferguson's show was reviewed in the New York Times and it's shady. a bad review. You guys Bye. Are shady as hell. You guys are shady as hell. So let's move away from the Kardashians for now. I think we come back to them because I think we talk about... Everything comes back to them. Yeah, I know. Jen Atkin comes back to them and so does Scott. Whatever. So we're moving on for a second to somebody whose name literally is nonstop in my Who feed, which is Brad Goreski. He is is the... Um, the best friend to any to yeah, anyone. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like he's like budget Andy Cohen in a way. He's like <laughs> Andy Cohen, but without a TV deal. You know, he knows everyone. Well, he, everyone likes wait, but him. He's, he does have a TV deal. Like he does well, it's do like, TV. It's like he's just on fat. He's just like on e. He doesn't run yes. a network. Basically. But I'm just saying, like he does have a TV deal. Yeah, like, right. He definitely does. So Brad Brad Goreski is a stylist. Mm-hmm. He does uh, Leah Michelle. They're friends, but also. The most important person he does is our girl Kaylee Cuoco, who got <laughs> married this weekend, and he Finally. was there. Obviously, her why were wedding, we invited to that wedding? I don't know, but her wedding hashtag was KC squared. I don't know if you saw that. KC squared, yeah. Because Kyle she married Cook? Kevin Carl Cook? Cook. Carl Cook. Carl Cook. He's so strange looking. What do you to mean me. strange? Oh, strange looking. They You're insulting had... his appearance, Lindsay. No, I just think he's weird looking. I'm sorry. I think they're really cute together. Kaylee and Carl, do you know that they had, uh, they had, can I text you a picture right now? I yeah, gotta text send me. You this. Text me. This is the most Kaylee Cuoco, like, she's so joyful here. She, when is she, when is, when is Kaylee Cuoco not joyful? She's so happy. She's so rich and so happy. Um, she got matching 
denim jean jackets. jackets embroidered with, you know, together forever KC. The KCs, um, another thing I that's found. That's helpful. N- knowing Kaylee Cuoco, I feel like that was like a big a big deciding factor in her decision to marry this person because they had the same initials and that's cute. What is that, a brioche bun? Is that a brioche yeah, bun that's, so I've that's been branded Casey Squared? I know we're a little bit off topic, but I found the woman's uh, account that uh, planned this wedding. And let me tell you, it is full of gems. I just sent you another one. There's a bun with Casey Squared uh like burned into it. Wait, that's literally a a brioche bun. (laughs) For those of you who (laughs) can't see this photo right now, this is literally a brioche bun on which KC Squared has been branded. And underneath that is a lawn, a sloped lawn, well-mowed, very green sloped lawn on which it's uh, like in like a, like baseball diamond, uh, that like chalk, that chalk has been written Casey squared. And then this woman's entire feed is Kaylee Cuoco's wedding. And let me tell you, it is Casey squared a on a journey. cutting board. Oh my God. Everyone at Kay- Kaylee Cuoco's wedding got individual like mayonnaise and condiment tubs. That is so Kaylee cute. Cuoco's wedding had a dessert table with a bouquet that is shaped out of flowers as like an ice cream sundae. This I wedding, want, even if that's, why weren't we invited everyone got like a this? mini, a mini Tabasco and like a mini mayonnaise jar. It's probably <gasps> like a garlic aioli, but still, that's so cute. Oh my god, Kaylee, they I had love a your cigar. wedding. Somebody was rolling cigars at this wedding. Ah, uh, why were we not invited? Was it Kentucky Derby themed? Kind of. Custom wooden plates. This is the perfect natural touch. Oh my god. Oh my god, the horses were there. They had a fire breather. Wait, oh my God, Bobby. They walked down the aisle and the horses were on either side of the aisle. I oh, love God, them. this one this won me over. I can't. Oh okay. yeah, and he's he's weird looking, you're right. But that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> he looks like um he looks like Garrett Headland mixed with like uh, a B team Scarsgard brother. Like if you there's mix something just if you mix I'll Garrett Headland with like a something like a sort very, of vampiric Nordic face. There's something a little bit uh, charmingly inbred and uh, nude colored beard yeah. involving this person, Carl. Yeah, the good old Carl. It's like what so, if like what if Nosferatu like had a son who was just like a nice equestrian dude, you know? You're making it like you, like I'm being rude, but then you're just like trying to make it better. But it's like just as rude. If I'm not trying weirder. to like I'm trying to like like what if I'm rude but with highbrow references? But like it just comes across as very rude. So I'm no sorry. Sper- He's like Nosferatu, <laughs> a chic Nosferatu, like a chic a chic equestrian Nosferatu. Who are we talking about next? Jen Atkin. She's so boring. <laughs> So Jen Here's Atkin the thing about is the hair person yeah. who did, she's like the one who invented like beachy waves. I mean, she didn't invent them, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. She yeah. like made them, she made them an Instagram thing. She made them like popular yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know what a beachy waves, wave was until Jen Atkin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because Bobby had never been to the beach until Jen Atkin existed. Yeah, I didn't. And then he no, was yeah. like, I got to go get a beachy wave. P.S. I went to the beach today with Lindsay and some of our friends and I never left the tent so to those of you following up about me going to Burning Man it's out of the question um <laughs> it's true like if it was ever an option before now it's even less of an option yeah. I don't know while I was under that tent I was just like what the like at that line in Romeo Michelle that's Sandy Frank what the fuck was I thinking I was like that's Burning Man what the fuck was I thinking <laughs> but it was 
mean, it's not even close to Burning Man, which is even the funnier thing. Um, back to Jen Atkin. Hi, Vogue Australia. It's Jen Atkin, and I'm in town launching away at Sephora. I'm going to show you how to get effortless beachy waves on your own at home using our texturizing hairspray, matte pomade, and wave spray. My Always. favorite Jen Atkin headline, which she's so boring, but she has great like articles written about her almost because she's so boring. Mm-hmm. Um, a great headline. This was written in April of this year. The It's under the people home and travel section. My <laughs> least favorite section of people. My least favorite is people babies. I just hate the name people babies. <laughs> so, okay, here's the, here's the headline. I'm listening. Inside celebrity hairstylist Jen Atkin's quote, very peaceful living room, quote, it's a dream come true. <laughs> it's just, it's just an article about her living room. Her peaceful living room. My, the thing about, the thing about these room. people is that people are talking about them in the sense that they're always on celebrities' Instagrams. And so I understand the impulse of a media company to be like, let's send someone to interview this person because they're they're famous in famous a sense, C. but they're bored. They're not celebrities. That's they're the thing. Boring. They're and not. And there's a reason why they're not famous and is because they're boring. They're boring. They're just like they're worker bees. They're all. They're really successful. They're very rich, but they're not really right. personalities. Right. And so right. all of these people have countless Q and As online with people, and they're all the most yeah. boring things in the world. Um, yeah. The cut interview Jen Atkin. For a how I get it done feature, and both of us. How did she get it done? Both of us independently read, like picked a favorite moment. Lindsay, you you read yours, and I'll read mine next. Okay, mine is um, mine is actually kind of interesting. I didn't. Mm, I, I didn't don't cut you. this to like. I didn't cut this to shade her. I was like, this is actually really interesting. So, she, they they obviously interviewed her, and they didn't really ask her questions. But then they split it up into segments. So this one is called "On Working in the Middle East," and it says she's. This is her quote. I don't cut hair in the States anymore. I work in a salon in Dubai called Belle Femme and at a salon called Sash in Bahrain. And I'm going to I'm going to Qatar in April. My girls get so mad at me in the States, but there are so many hairstylists that you can read about on main addicts that do amazing haircuts in LA and New York. There are not a ton of trained stylists in the Middle East who know how to de- do modern curls or know how to cut a really nice, thick, coarse hair in a way that grows out nicely. So that's why I still go to the Middle East. I've been going for six years, taking hair clients out there, and they, and they wait six months in between each haircut. This kills me because you know how much she's getting paid for these haircuts right. in Dubai? So the reason Millions of dollars a haircut. <laughs> that's what I'm saying so it's like it's funny that she's like yeah like uh that there just aren't a lot of hairstylists who like do this it's like very satisfying for me creatively but it's like no girl you're going there because you're getting paid like five hundred thousand dollars a weekend (laughs) like she acts like she's going as like this um like a um charity like she's like well you know they just like don't cut hair as well out there it's like then go fucking teach them but she's like no I'm gonna go out there and charge like five hundred dollars a haircut no problem. Five hundred dollars? Are you kidding me? She probably makes. She I know, probably thousands. Oh my god, hundreds of thousands right? of dollars. Just like thousands a, of dollars. It's it's probably complete. They probably put her up in the nicest hotels. Oh my god. My favorite part was the question before on having a busy and unpredictable life. She's talking about how she's so busy and she goes, she's going to China and she's going to Paris and she's going blah 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 blah. And I love this. Here's a here's a typical. This is a typical for me. I went to Paris Fashion Week, then took a red eye to Dubai where I did four salon days, which is thirty haircuts a day. While in Dubai I also did a press day for Dyson, the vacuum cleaner, and Way, her like brand. <laughs> a store appearance at Sephora and taught three classes. Then I took the red eye back to LA. I landed at one PM. Chloe Kardashian's baby shower was at two PM. I got there at three fifteen PM, which is the wildest lifestyle I can even imagine. Then it goes It doesn't even sound fun. 
No, it doesn't. And then the next day... What's the point of being rich if you're just, like, running around being stressed out and tired? I don't know. To make a ton of money and by the time you're, like, 45 and then never work again. But she says, Sunday she did Haley Baldwin for iHeartRadio, which is also Mm -hmm. crazy to me because it's a radio station. Then she did... Oh, I think the awards. Maybe the awards? Mm, uh, Unclear. So we're here at the 2018 iHeart Music Awards. Yeah. I am the whole entire co-host. The whole thing. Okay. Um, maybe there's maybe there's a red carpet outside of the iHeartRadio thing. She did do Haley Baldwin for the radio. The radio. Maybe, maybe. Then she okay. did Kendall Jenner. Then she did um, Lorraine Schwartz. Then she did Ellen. And then she ended up at a Dior makeup party. All all these things are happening in like 36 hour periods. It's. I wild. mean, she is like just doing her job when it's just people's hair. But it is crazy that like other stuff that she's doing. Like that's a true. It doesn't seem that fun to be honest. No, it doesn't. So that's Jen Atkin. Okay, moving on. Tracy Cunningham, hairstylist, another hairstylist. But she's famous for color. Like, she's the one who iconically dyes Emma Stone's hair red. She's not a real redhead, as you recall. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. My favorite thing about Tracy Cunningham's Instagram, which I had never seen before until I was doing research for this, is that she puts the the hair equation. Like, you know when you get your hair dyed, Bobby, I don't know if you know this, there's like an equation for like the chemicals that you use and like the instructions on how to do it. And a lot of it's like really complicated and like, it's just really funny because it's like a language that no one speaks unless you're a hairdresser. Um, This woman, Tracy Cunningham, puts that entire like recipe in her Instagram. Uh So you click on this Instagram and it says, hashtag Emma Stone, hashtag red hair on a hashtag blonde first, doing all over hashtag redkin shade set gloss 8GG plus 8C plus 9AA plus orange (laughs) for 10 minutes rinse do hashtag low lights shade c queen 7gc plus 9gc zone one and two 9gc zone three. like it's i mean i feel I'm like sure i'm looking at hair- those i'm looking at the matrix screens like with those green numbers that's what it looks like <laughs> but imagine if you were hairstylist you'd be like oh yes ooh, okay mm, interesting nice take okay ooh, fine, 20 good plus guy. 8c 20 plus orange kicker <laughs> divided by 10 for three minutes got it i can do it i'm demo stone she now wrote- at the end, she wrote, yes, it is a lot of steps, but fast is not usually the best way. And we also don't have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to pay to go to go redhead from blonde. Yes. And so Just Emma saying. Stone, and then she, what she does is she puts the her work from Emma Stone's latest Louis Vuitton spread in a flipogram. Mm-hmm. Celebrities don't mm-hmm. really use flipogram anymore, but Tracy no, but Cunningham's out here using flipogram. So it's great. Just because I just find this a very relatable. Uh, I like this person. I like Tracy Cunningham. And uh, I put this in here because if you look for Tracy Cunningham, like on the sixth page of Google results, you'll get a story from, I think, 2015, 2016. Uh-huh. I didn't um, see this. Exclusive. How Tracy Cunningham went from Bette Midler's nanny to Hollywood's hair guru. And you're you're expecting something sort of exciting. Or maybe I was and I was wrong. There's nothing exciting. And I feel like this story is just like everyone else's story. Because all these people, as I said, went they're boring. Went from something to something else. It's like, oh, you moved to L.A. to do hair and then, like, you landed a job doing it? Cool. Right. So hers is sort of no different. She got a job working as Bette Midler's nanny. Um, and then uh, and then the Bette Midler's hairstylist, like, quit or something. And then the hairstylist kind of taught her a few tricks on how to do it. Then she started doing and Bette Midler's hair. And then it's I like, know. when you do one famous person's hair, you meet other famous people who need you to do their hair. They're like, oh, you did Bette's hair? Come over and do my hair. All of them have the exact same story. This random woman just said, Bet, I can do your hair. I'll do it. And she said, Are you sure? And I said, Oh, <laughs> Bet, I can blow dry. And Bet just let some weird woman, some rando woman, her I mean, nanny, just I mean, do her would, hair. If you trust someone to watch your kids, you can like trust them with your hair. <laughs> no, sorry. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe the other way around. Let's move on Think to Scotty Kuna. 
<laughs> no, I don't want to. No, I don't Can we want skip? to. Want to skip Scotty Kuna? I mean, he's, he's just boring. boring, but he's everywhere. I just wanted you to see. Did you see his line of hats? Hi, I'm Roxy. And I'm Scotty. And we're here today at the Peninsula Beverly Hills Hotel getting the most amazing treatments and experiences to get ready for the Oscars. We have five days to look perfect red carpet ready. Today is day one. His line of hats. We've talked about him before. And at the time we, we talked about him, he was launching his line of hats. Guess what? Well, They're look launched. Look at these hats. Guess what? They're launched. They're all the same. It's just like a regular cowboy hat or fedora with like a polka dot scarf tied around the brim. That's but it. Bobby, you can get a Scotty Kuna black fedora for $195 or you can get a Scotty Kuna ombre fedora for $210. Are these bigger or less rip off than the scrunchies from last week? Oh, these fedoras. No, these fedoras. These are but complete and utter scams. These fedoras. I do love that he's also selling a scarf that he's calling Scott Kuna Spring Fling. And the photo is him wearing the scarf. It's like an Instagram using front facing camera. (laughs) Right. And it says Scotty Kuna's hand cut and sewn luxe chiffon vintage flower is the perfect accent for every outfit. It's like if I took a piece of fabric and was like Lindsay Weber's like dirty rag. And it was like a picture of me wearing the dirty rag. And I like tried you to make you spend $42 on it. (laughs) Lindsay Weber selling her drug rug. (laughs) Oh man, that's such, I mean, I would get a lot of money for that drug rug. It's a good drug rug. Where did you get your drug rug? I got it at a... (laughs) I got it at an iconic rest stop on Route 66. In, Are um, you kidding me? No. You literally got that thing on Route 66? Yeah. When, oh so my when God. Gab and I were dri- when Gab and I were driving from from Santa Fe to Roswell, we stopped at this iconic like rest stop and it had like everything. You know, they just have everything you could ever want. <laughs> and there was like this really, really alluring, like just drug set rug. of drug rugs and I, and we were like why are they selling drug rugs here and then we were like we don't <laughs> care we need the drug rug so we each brought a bought a drug rug and the guy behind the counter was like cool like, i don't think anyone had ever bought the drug rugs before <laughs> it's just like the moment the moment you put that on it's like well you're on your way to a grateful dead concert like there I you mean, are the other, the other problem is that it's like made out of like wool it's like made out of the worst fabric you could ever think of like it's it is like a stoner made it because it's completely inconsiderate to the person who's wearing it it's so isn't it itchy it's very itchy you have to be so stoned to think it's comfortable too so like wear it all the time (laughs) you're like it sucks it sucks i I never take it off i love the way it looks okay I need a stylist. My favorite part of this Scotty Scotty Kuna interview, as I said, I'm gonna keep saying I'm gonna keep saying there are all these interviews with these people and they're all boring. I swear to God. And okay, okay. Scotty's the really the really boring question is um, let me find it. And this this website this is a website called Fashion Week Daily, which I understand conceptually what that means, but also like if you had one other person in the room, they would say, mm, I get the concept behind that name, but maybe try something else because it's such a nightmare name. Fashion Week but Daily. But also Fashion Week Daily, does that mean like every day is Fashion Week? It's just like talking about fashiony or, stuff. It's like no, I think it live life like it's Shark day. Week. It's like it's like Shark Week Daily, but Fashion Week Daily. <laughs> the idea life. is live Imagine life like it's fashion. Live every week live. like it's Fashion Week. I think it's the Imagine. the log line. Live every Imagine week like it's Fashion Week. Living every week like it's Fashion Week. Your life would be just oh hell. okay. Me living every week like it's Fashion Week is me being like not going to that party. Like I'm not going to not going over there. Not going Bobby, to Manhattan. Like, straps on his Birkenstock. Oh, like looks, it's Fashion Week again. Looks like I'm not going into Manhattan. Manhattan, bitch. Um, so, 
<laughs> this is okay. Here we go. Lower Manhattan specifically. Um, okay. This we is get a it. New York podcast. I was gonna say, <laughs> um, okay. like, fuck. Listen, Hi to our international listeners. Where do you see yourself in ten years? He gave the realest answer, and it made me like fall in love with him. I don't know what this writer was expecting, but not this. Waking up skinny and tan without a hangover, having espresso over ice with a splash of almond milk while scrolling through the Daily Mail, then in French or Italian asking my pool boy for a large glass of rosé with a few ice cubes while lathering myself in Hampton Sun SPF 15 tanning gel. Tanning, drinking more rosé, getting day drunk, having sex with someone really hot around sunset, then showering, wait, then showering, shaving, lotioning, and moisturizing with really expensive beauty products, getting dressed in designer head-to-toe, and arriving at a beautiful dinner looking impossibly fresh with the crispiest bubbliest glass of champagne waiting for me that is the most extra answer to where do you see yourself in 10 years it's amazing i'm obsessed with him it's the best thing i've ever read in my whole life excuse me a normal person would have just said like happy (laughs) do you know what i mean like that's the kind of they are asking for the the answer is like to that question of like a basic whatever a job i like like. Hopefully I just hope I'm I happy. Like. I just want to be happy. Maybe I, I, I'd like to be owning a house by then. Maybe. This I'd guy's like, like getting a blowjob by the pool, <laughs> drinking rosé. Like. <laughs> but also he opened it by saying like, I want to be scrolling to the Daily Mail. It's perfect. Which is honestly what I want to be doing in 10 years. Yeah, that's good. All it's of good. that stuff. Um, wow. Honestly, Scotty Kuna, I changed my mind. Thanks for reading me that. Who next? Kim Campbell? Yeah, let's let's speed through this. Hairstylist. I love Kim Gibble because she goes her, she got her start working with Halle Berry on Babs. Do you know the movie Babs? Of course I've seen, I've seen Babs is one of those movies that used to be on Comedy Central every I've other day. I've seen it 25,000 yes, times. I've seen it 100,000 times because it's it was one of the only movies that was on Comedy Central. But think about the hair in Babs is like the most iconic part of Babs. So if, oh, yeah. if somebody came to you and was like I did the hair on Babs, you'd be like, "Oh, you are hired. That is the <laughs> best hair I've ever seen in my life, right?" You are hired. Right. Okay. So let's move on from her. She's very big. It's just she's very yes. boring. I'm not. Oh, Tokyo to, like, Styles. Dim. Someone that they talked about. Tokyo Styles. He does all of Kylie Jenner's wigs. Remember when Kylie Jenner was wearing wigs all the time? Yeah, and she was like, I invented is, I wigs. Yeah. Kylie said, if I request Tokyo, I just want Tokyo. I don't need someone else to come. Is he mad? I don't think he's mad. I just think he kind of like hurt a little bit. I do have limits as the boss. I hate conflict. But I also learned you can't really let people working around you get too comfortable because that's when you get taken advantage of. It's happened way too many times with my family. Right. Um, he also does Nikki and Cardi's wigs and he got them into a fight or at least like Nikki blamed him. There was some what? like, remember when Nikki and Cardi were in a fight because of like some like scheduling fight. thing? It was well, like a fake if, fight. Uh, it was like over motorsport that song yeah. that like yeah so nikki blamed tokyo because of the there was a scheduling conflict uh-huh. between like their hair like the, he was doing both their hair or something uh-huh. basically like i tried to read this and i was very confused i don't know like if you can really read it even with the scheduling conflict she's using my hairdresser now so he can attest to the fact he knows there really was a scheduling conflict and it was because of him he's the one that couldn't show up i texted him quote you know if i don't show up the day she's shooting they're gonna act like i'm doing it to be mean with the current nikki hate train quote he wasn't able to come and that's fine so some weird thing where like she blamed him and then he was in the middle of it and then he like posted this like vague instagram that was like shut up or like uh, like mm-hmm. that's not true or something. So he's drama, but he's the one who's like making all the beautiful wigs, which is what you are okay. seeing. Um, the other the other wig makers that this caller caught up uh, spoke about were um, 
who were they? Dollface. Um, Malibu Dollface. Dollface. Um, yeah. And who else? N- and who else? Uh, Alonzo Arnold. Alonzo um, Arnold. So these Alonzo are all like, Arnold. Like, beautiful. They're just wig makers. people, but they're not necessarily attached to specific celebrities, which sort of makes them separate from what a vamp truly is. But they are but like hugely are popular doing on Instagram. Cardi wigs, then you are doing. Yeah, but big Cardi deal doesn't right necessarily talk about her talk wigs. about them on her yeah. social the way yeah. that maybe the Kardashians do or yeah. like Leah Michelle does. You know, you know who's getting a lot of shine. Cardi has a stylist that she talks about a lot. And he's the one who helped hide the baby bump. His name's Colin Carter. Oh, he's yeah. He's kind of vampy because he's always he's there. He's vampy. He's vampy. And he basically, like, he was helping her hide her pregnancy. So, like, he got, like, a big, it was kind of a big deal for him. We should probably talk about Elizabeth Stewart briefly. Well, do we need the to? reason why, well, the reason why she came up recently was because fucking Julia Stiles. I didn't mean, Julia oh Roberts. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Are there have there ever been two bigger opposites? Julia Roberts started an Instagram this week. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. She started an Instagram. It's Julia Roberts. Instagram the complex with Julia Roberts. She's and posted Julia... three times. She and she posted a picture, her second photo, I think, was with her stylist, Elizabeth Stewart, and they're both make wearing t shirts that say You can't, you can't make everyone ha- happy, you're not an avocado. Which is like not ugh. even true. But a lot of people like, don't like avocados. What? But it's like, what is avocado? Like the new bacon well, I think it's for like, basic it's, people? It's very obvious, like entry-level Instagram stuff. It's like, avocado joke. Like, uh. Right. Like the internet loves avocados. Like me holding a cat. It's like you and coffee, to be honest. Like oh, it's yeah. your love session with coffee. Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. she's a big stylist. She does like a lot of people. But she's been in the news this week more than because. usual because of Julia Roberts. Um, okay, moving on. Let's move on. We can skip a lot of this, I think, right? Well, Carla Welsh, I mentioned in the quiz, she's Bieber's stylist and friend, and she's a thing because she recently made like her own line of white t-shirts, which was kind of like... <laughs> just white okay, t-shirts, that's it? Yeah, we're moving on. Like a good white t-shirt. Next I mean, is... I'm just like, oh, this person's interesting. They created a line of literally Hanes t-shirts. Hanes, <laughs> Hanes x Carla. She did. You want to know what did. they look like? They she look did. like Hanes <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> I do. They're just t-shirts. This Coveter website says, the headline, Hollywood's most powerful stylist, arguable, I don't know if I believe that, shows us how to wear a white tee. <laughs> what? You know who she's like most famous for dealing with, though, for fashion-wise, who? is um is uh, Sarah Paulson of recent. She does Sarah Paulson stuff. Okay, well then she gets a pass, but I... <laughs> I know, the t-shirt's a lot. Yeah, the it t-shirt's is. a lot. Okay, next. We've only done hairstylists, makeup artists, uh, and stylists... Uh, and we did one publicist. We should we do have a, a. We need to do a trainer. Well, the trainer that we mentioned was uh, the the most iconic vamp trainer is Tracy Anderson. Yes, she's like the A list fitness. And she's also like vamp. very shamey. She always has like problematic things. Oh, um, always about like bodies. Always. And she's always posting like Gwyneth Paltrow's like body, like her body. And I guess this, she's getting married. This story There's that you posted of her terrible is a nightmare it says Gwyneth Paltrow's body has been wedding ready for forever says trainer Tracy Anderson which is just like how dare you say anybody is like can possibly be not wedding ready like she's always saying shit like that where it's like a body has to be a certain way and that's it who the fuck asked her like is Gwyneth Paltrow's body wedding ready probably she's literally a famous person like it's so rude to even ask that like that is so insane so she had the right answer I guess which is like 
it's it's always always been wedding ready right like this woman's been on a restrictive diet her entire career what do you fuck do you expect you know like she's ready anyways (laughs) um is this the end of the episode well, we were we also we also skipped past a really kind of the CAA guy, which I wanted to mention because he's been everywhere recently. Uh, Lord Brian Lord. Oh, Brian Lord, Bruce Bozzi's husband. Bruce Bozzi, who is Andy Cohen's close friend, friend, if you pay attention to that, and Brian Lord is the ex-husband of Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Fisher. So that means Bruce Bozzi's like stepdaughter is Billy Lord. Yeah, which is crazy. There's yes. it's a very crazy. It's very it's so crazy that in let me like read this. In uh, 2004, here's a Daily Mail headline, quote, I told my daughter, your father's gay, your mother is a manic depressive, your grandmother's a tap dancer, and your grandfather took speed, quote, Star Wars actress Carrie Fisher on the most dysfunctional family in Hollywood. Is my life crazy or am I? So this was when she was promoting like her book or her show Mm -hmm. or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, and was kind of explaining the family to... Billy, who's now kind of who's now an actress, yes. uh, and just how like she had married this man who turned out to be gay, and now he's married. And anyways, that's and they're at. a happy family now, you know. Uh, Bruce doesn't always put po- Bruce occasionally posts photos of Billy, and it's always like, oh, I'm like, ah! right, <laughs> I forgot. Right. And Brian is like one of the biggest. He's the CAA. He's the head of CAA. Yes, he's like hot, 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 hot shot in Hollywood. Yeah, shout out CAA. Love you. <laughs> Do we want to do Simon Huck last? Simon Huck, because we're, we're, we're on agents now. Is yes. he an agent? He's an agent. Simon S- Huck is the is the Kardashian agent. Sort of, yeah. He's like sort of a publicist is he agent. Still? He's is he uh, still? he's sort of a jack of all trades. I think it's more of a publicist. I love this. Um, this is agent. from January of this year. Uh, the New York Times wrote about him and wrote Kardashian bestie Simon Huck is selling you beer and shampoo, which I like didn't understand, but I guess he owns like he owns. He connects brands to celebrities and influencers. Mm-hmm. That's his job. And yeah. he owns Command Entertainment Group, which is the place... Jonathan Chebin's country. Chebin used to work there, and he bought him out. So I was wrong about Scotty Kuna. It's Simon Huck is the one who... Oh, no, I said that in the you game. Said that Sorry, in the I was right. Yeah, no, this is right. So this guy and Chebin used to work together, and then he bought him out of this company that he now just runs, which that is he honestly... Pivoted, that he pivoted, which is really smart. Which he, is really smart. He makes... He finds the appropriate brands for celebrities to promote on social media. This is great because it says, this is so like, this is so typical. His business has gotten a significant boost from his close relationship with Kim Kardashian West, who has 106 million Instagram followers, though she is not a client. Insane. So literally they're like, he, his business is successful partially because he's friends with Kim, even though she doesn't even do stuff for him. In business. God. And then her quote is so telling. He's the definition of loyal. That's all they care about. That's That's all all they they care care about. about. Which, you know, that's that's their literal, like... It's it's just such a mob mentality, though. Like, loyalty, 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 loyalty. It is like, you fuck us, we will fucking (laughs) unfollow you on Instagram. (laughs) Dead to us. And loyalty always is, like, coded language for he keeps our secrets. (laughs) Like, that's Well, it's true. I mean, these guys have been around for a long time. And it's actually kind of funny because... You think of Chebin, speaking of vamp, I mean, he doesn't really do anything vamp-wise anymore professionally, but he definitely is a professional hanger-on. Yes. He must keep so many secrets so well, because yeah. if you think about it, like, he's a piece of shit, sorry, but he must keep a good secret. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you think? That's like the number one, that's the number one thing to do. Yeah. And guess where these people came from? Remember Lizzie Grubman? Oh, God. She had people with right. her car? Yep. 
<laughs> so they got famous because uh, they saw, let's see, he re- Simon Huck researched Liz- Lizzie, found her number, and like got in touch with her. That's insane. And he got an internship with Lizzie Lizzie Grubman. So Lizzie Grubman is the 2009 version of all these people. Ultimate scammers. Um, and I think with scammers. that, we're ending. We have to. Um, but it was a good was episode. That thorough? It was very thorough. I feel like we um, gave a lot of information. I don't know if we got a lot of laughs, but yeah. maybe you'll laugh. Yeah, you'll laugh. You'll be, it's more important. <laughs> Whatever. It's a holiday week. Get over it. Um, <laughs> uh, we will see you Friday with another episode. <laughs> And in an iconic segment that we had to cut out of last week's because the audio messed up, but it's, it's coming back. It's about Bryce Dallas Howard. What's Rita Ora up to? Oh, Rita rode on a private jet. That's all we got. Okay, for good. This yeah, week. she rode on a private jet. And then she posed in front of it. <laughs> yeah, she um, she striked a sexy pose in a mini dress and boots as she traveled by private jet. What's Rita Ora up to? Goodbye. Bye, bye, bye. You will say that. to be famous. That was a HeadGum Podcast.